Hey friends, welcome to Kingdom Insight. This is a program that where we bring you the Word of God. The Word that empowers, builds you up. The Word that revives your spirit and brings you back to where God originally designed you to be a man and a woman of valor. Shalom and welcome back to this week's program, Kingdom Insight. This is your evangelist, evangelist Dr. Kazumba Chows. The Word of God is the only word that is able to transform your life. When we study and begin to read the Word of God, we want it to transform our lives. We want it to change our lives. And on today's program, I have a very special guest. I'll be bringing her in uh, uh, to share with us the message that Jesus preached, the impact of it, the transformation that should come upon our lives. Now, you got to understand this. Jesus' messages that he preached called people into action. They needed to abandon. He began to preach like this, repent for the kingdom of heaven has arrived. That is the message calling people to respond and to change their ways, to abandon the ways of the world and to respond to the message of the kingdom. In the studio with me is a mother, a very powerful minister and evangelist, Irina. Welcome to the program once again. Thank you, Dr. Charles. I appreciate being here. Um, you know, the Lord always puts things in upon my heart, and a lot of times the things He puts in my heart are not easy subjects, you know. I, um, I, in previous program, we talked about how I had a vision where I actually went to hell. And I, I, uh, I wish sometimes it would have been a joyful vision, that I could have gone to heaven and, and told everyone these great and wonderful things, but that's not my job, that's not my duty. I'm a watchman on the wall, just like you are, Dr. Charles, and, and like it's the prophets of old. And I'm not, I'm not building myself up by any means or measure. We all have mantles and giftings and anointings and unctions, and we have to choose and decide whether we're going to use them to glorify the kingdom of God or whether we're going to ignore them or whether we're going to chase after the things of this world. And, and my choice is that I want to choose and work with God. I worked and walked with the world for so many years. I had everything that my heart desired, and yet I was so unhappy, so um, thirsty for more. It just seemed... It was never enough. I remember uh, hearing a, um, a very rich man, and he got asked, how much money is enough? And the man replied, it's never enough. And that's what happens when the enemy gets a hold of your heart. And he just makes you just want more. And if you have enough of this, then he'll just change it to something else. Fame, fortune, riches, pleasure, whatever it is. There's a, a million things that the enemy can get you trapped in. And then in the middle of it, you realize that you're in the middle of the spider's web and there's nothing that you can do. But there is something that you can do. And the name is the Lord Jesus Christ. You look at the world nowadays, and there's lots of 12-step programs. There's lots of rehab. And, you know, you can take the, the person out of that situation. You can try and teach them new skills. And they might have sobriety, or they might have uh, small changes in that. But it's the Lord God Almighty that comes in and radically cuts and changes your hearts so that the things of this world just don't even have the same um, desire and possessions that they had on you before. You don't want those things anymore. You just, you choose to walk away from that lifestyle. And that's what it's about. And men 
like you, Dr. Charles, you helped me in that. You, you know, you challenged me to, to grow and to learn and to change my ways. And, you know, it's radical. It's a very radical message. It's not fun. People like being comfortable. People like sitting in their easy chairs and watching their programs. And My husband and I, we made a decision when we got married. We don't tele have television in our house. What? No television? Oh my gosh, what do you do with your time? We talk. We pray. We have a lot more time for each other than plunking ourselves down in front of the television and, and just wasting hours. Now, don't get me wrong. We do have a computer, and uh, my husband, he filters what comes through. And we'll sit down, and we'll watch uh, drag racing. Uh, we'll watch some funny videos. Or What we've been getting into lately is the truth about our history. We have not been told the truth. We've been told a lie, and that lie perpetuates. It perpetuates from the Garden of Eden, you know, when they accepted that lie. And uh, it just goes on from there. And Charles, uh, I want you to jump in here and tell me about that rich young ruler that we were talking about. You know, uh, uh, first of all, as, as you share this, this is, this is interesting because we're going to go to the rich young ruler here. And uh, what he had treasured so much he didn't want to let go and the same with us you know we hear the word of God and we treasure these things in the world that we don't want to let go the enemy traps us and you you use that word the enemy traps us with fame it traps us with a lot of things and I'm looking at the world we got celebrities uh, pastors who are celebrities, uh, men of God who are celebrities. The enemy has trapped us into being celebrity instead of teaching the word of God. I made a covenant with God. I will never teach anything that you know, eaches into the ears of people mm -hmm. apart from the message that Jesus preached. And it's the message of the kingdom of God, the message of transformation. I preach it to myself because without transformation, there is nothing uh, really special about us as the people of God. It is when the power of God, the power of the word of God quickens our spirit, changes us. We abandon and we let go of so many other things to pursue the kingdom of God. But the problem is that the enemy traps us, as you use that word. It traps us into so many things, into some addictions. And addictions isn't just, uh, you know, the drugs. There are so many things. Um, uh, movies that don't uh, bring, you know, an inspiration to our spirit to, mm -hmm. to follow after God. I want to share with you in uh, Matthew chapter 19, verse 16 to 26, because as Minister Irina, she's uh, preaching here and sharing here, She's talking to us about, about uh, letting go of things uh, that has got nothing to do or that cannot help or nourish our spirit. We got to be a people that says, I'm letting go of this and I'm pursuing the kingdom of God. Look in Matthew chapter 19, verse 16 to 26. The rich young ruler couldn't let go of the treasures that he had. We are told that the younger ruler did not value the kingdom of heaven as much as he valued his belongings because Jesus told him, let go of the things that you have and follow me. Uh, what did he say? He said, no, 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 I can't do this. When Jesus asked him to sell all his belongings to give to the poor so that he can have his treasures in a 
11, the young rich ruler said what? He went away. He was grieved by what Jesus said because he valued his position more than inherit the kingdom of heaven. That is the spirit that we have. When men of God who are preaching the truth, who are preaching the word of God, preach the word of God, we call them legalistic. Why are they telling me to, uh, to let go of this? They are legalistic. Why are they telling me to leave this? And now we have found a formula to comfort the trap that the enemy has set in our lives of being in bondage to sin Amen. by throwing that word, oh, it's all by the grace. I have seen people post on their Facebook or social media a big bottle of whiskey and they write, it's all by the grace of God. The grace of God is not a means by which you, you stay in bondage. The grace of God empowers you to come out of the bondage. God gives you a chance. Instead of condemning you, he gives you the chance through his grace to live a different life. Now, if you look at the young rich ruler here, he proved his reaction to Jesus that he did not treasure the kingdom of God. How many people when we preach the word, and I'm talking about preaching just nothing but the word, and they storm out of our lives. No, I don't want to listen to that preacher. But if I came in and began to preach prosperity, oh, you will love me. You will be sending all your money. And what I'm trying to do is I'm just itching your ear, trying to pump you up to say he's going to make you rich. Let me tell you one thing. God has got no problem to make us rich to prosper us. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. The young rich ruler, mother, he couldn't let go of the riches that he had because he was trapped in his possession Amen. to an extent that he couldn't pursue the kingdom of God. And as you share on this, the message, the impact of the kingdom message that Jesus preached, what it has, to, what it's supposed to do into our lives, to you know, to to change us, to transform us, yeah. to bring a difference in our spirit, in our attitude. I want you to continue because you lately have been preaching at uh, you know the uh, the at the races. Yeah. Tell us first briefly before we go there, tell us briefly about that and the impact that you see, the lives that you have seen uh, people give their lives to the Lord. And also, I want you to tell us the rejection when people hear the word of God. Amen. The thing I want, uh, I'm going to go back to that quote, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. It's the righteousness part that's really important. You know, a lot of times God will tell you um, to give something to give uh, money, to give uh, a coat, to give a car. Do we truth, Do we really believe God when he gives us that word? Are we willing to part with our treasures? You know, a lot of times the Lord will give unctions to people, you know, that you should do something, that you should come alongside, you know, a family or a ministry or, or go sweep the, the neighbor's sidewalk. And yet we don't, we don't obey that. That's being disobedient. Um, my husband and I, we're involved with ministry at the racetrack. Uh, we go all over Western Canada and down into the States and we take God outside the box and we're real down there. And, um, you know, we have seen people accept Jesus Christ. We've seen differences, and yet we've also had people walk away from us because I, I shoot from the hip. You know, I don't sugarcoat my words. We don't have time for that stuff, you know. Uh, 
time is of the essence the Lord Jesus Christ is returning and all most of the prophecies in the Bible we only have a very few left until the return of the, the Lord God and um, the you know the, the 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 battle of Armageddon and everything that's going to happen you know we don't have uh, decades or centuries to continue on with this we need to be true to the word we need to be quick to the word and that's something the God put on upon my heart is every time I've opened the, the Bible in the last month there's a quickening there there's a word there and it talks about how Israel went into bondage that they they wouldn't listen to the Word of God and he sent prophets um, you, all through the Bible the last two months everywhere I go every time I open it up you know there's another word second Chronicles Isaiah first Kings numbers 2 23 uh, judges 5 uh, first Kings you know they will surely turn their hearts after other gods Deuteronomy they had multiple wives they had chariots they had horses they had treasures and they were going against God's word and that's what it is that prosperity comes in it makes you lax you know oh I've got more than enough look at King Solomon the wisest man in the world he had everything and he went strictly against God's word he had wives he had concubines he had all of that stuff and what happened is that those wives started influencing Solomon and he started going after foreign gods and that's what they'll do you know they'll lead you astray they'll lead you to paths that you don't want and and Solomon even wrote it's all vanity you know chasing after the wind it's it's nothing real the things of this world are not real and I guess that's the biggest thing is the here and now what we see what we feel now is not is not the end of it this is just a temporal passing place and it's gonna uh, affect uh, where we are in the kingdom you know you look at what's happening now look at the burning man festival legalizing marijuana you know anything goes and it says right before the fall of Israel they did what was right in their own eyes judges 17:6 and judges 21:25 you know that's what happens right before the fall of a country when they turn their back on the Lord God Almighty you know then the consequences come and that's that's what we're going into you know we're gonna face the wrath of God we've turned we've kicked him out of our country we've kicked him out we can't say the prayer we can't do this we can't do this you know the one percent is affecting the whole body of Christ saying you can't do this I find I find you praying offensive well the last time I had the national anthem and our, our Canada anthem God keep our land glorious and free you know it's God it's not us it's not our strong arm that keeps us glorious and free it's the presence of God Amen. and when we start changing that when we start compromising that that's building our house on sand and that's not building our house on the foundation of God and and you know you are a watchman also Dr. Charles and that's the thing the message is not popular if you're in a church and you have not heard the the something quoted from the book of Revelation in the last year then you're getting your ears tickled 
If you haven't heard a message from a man or a woman of God that has absolutely pricked your heart and your conscience, then you're not in the right place and you're getting your ears tickled. You know, what are you listening to? What are you watching? What are you delving into? If the Holy Spirit is not convicting your heart, um, then you're not, you're not right. You're not in the right place. Um, the truth. What is the truth? We have been lied through the decades, through the centuries. Um, right now, my husband and I, were on a quest uh, to find some of the truth. You go back into history and you look at the megalithic structures around the world. Puma Punka, Tiwanaku, um, South America, but it's all over the world. We have mounds and heaps and everything uh, of the giants, the Genesis giants. But we're not told that, you know, it's all covered up. It's all, everything's being made nice because we don't want to, you know, uh, rock the boat or anything. Read the book of Revelation. I've, I, I heard a teaching yesterday and they said the book of Revelation was just meant for the first century church. No, it's not. It's meant for us now. It's telling us what's going to be coming upon the earth. And I'll tell you what, if you don't know what's coming, you're going to be caught off guard. I want to be like the five wise virgins and not the five foolish virgins. Amen. You know? Yes. The ones who were prepared, the ones who had the oil in their lamp. I want to be like that. I don't want to be shut out saying, oh, uh, I got to go get some more oil. I got to get some more of this. I'm not prepared. No, you prepare yourself now. You get ready. You batten the hatches. Grow up and put your big socks and your boots on. Let's get ready. Let's Amen. take back this country. Take back this nation for the Lord God Almighty. Revival is going to break out, and you're either going to be a part of it or you're going to be left behind it. I want to be a part of that revival. Revival. You know, being around Dr. Charles, I get pumped up. I get fired up. I believe the mm. word of God. Mm. And these signs shall follow them that believe. They shall lay hands upon the sick and they shall recover. They shall cast out demons and devils. They shall raise the dead. If Jesus did it, he said, and greater things than these shall you do. I believe the word of God. Amen. Have I seen a total manifestation of that yet? No, but I've Praise seen enough God. miracles in my life to believe that the hand of God is there. And and it's coming. And this time that we're in right now, I'm preparing myself, my husband Jesus. and I. We're preparing ourselves to get ready so that he will find us just and true and ready to do those things. I, I truthfully believe it. You know, faith, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. And it's that waiting time while we're waiting for our prayers to be answered. Are we going to be like that spoiled little child and sit there and beat the ground and throw a tantrum? Are we going to say, Lord, I believe your word. I trust your word. I don't care if it takes four hours, four days, four years, 40 years. I'm going to stand on the word of God and I'm going to believe it. So, you know, Start getting into the Word of God and challenge yourself. Go online. There's a lot of good things to find out um, about the book of Revelation and about what's happening. You know, they were moving 100-ton rocks fit together so closely that you can't even put a pin or a dollar bill between these rocks. Now, you, uh, ancient man did that. You know, they're going to say that they moved it with stones and uh, logs and everything. No way. That was a technology that is far superior than, than what we have right now. And that, that's why the Lord um, caused the flood to come. Because um, when they built the Tower of Babel, it said that nothing shall uh, 
beheld from them. They shall be able to do everything because they came together with one mind. They had such technology. They had such wisdom. They, you know, they could have stormed the, the ramparts of heaven if the Lord wouldn't have sent the fall. Mm. Um, right now, they're doing genetic manipulation. They have the CRISPR-9 kit, which allows anybody to go in and tweak somebody's DNA. Do you realize what will happen when that gets out? You know, oh, well, that will never happen. You can buy that kit online. What are the repercussions down the line, you know, in, 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 in centuries to come? I don't think we have that long. But, you know, they're, they're manipulating that now with hybrid plants, with hybrid animals. They're cloning Dolly the sheep. Uh, Russia, they've just cloned a bunch of German shepherds, you know. Um, even though we don't have television doesn't mean that we're... Um, cloistered or separated from the world. We take our news from around the world because there's a lot more truth out there than what we're being told by mainstream religion. And I challenge you to go look. Seek for yourself. Seek the answers. It says in God's word, knock, you know, and the door shall be opened. Seek while I'm still can be found. There's going to come a time when the Lord will not be there for us, you know, with, during the time of the tribulation. Well, I don't, I don't want that. I'll, I want to be in Christ. The 91st Psalm, you know, those that hide under the shadow of the Almighty. And the only way you're going to hide under the shadow of the Almighty is in the Word of God, under the cover. Spending that time, spending that time, and that's something else about husbands and wives nowadays that we need to really, really um, focus on. It is the man's job to cover his family. When my husband and I, when we stood in that little country church um, and, and said our vows, you know, and I said that I would love, honor, respect, and obey my husband. I got a lot of flack back from that. But you know what? It's in the Word of God, and there's a reason for it. When I submit to my husband, my husband covers me. So he's the shield. He's, he's the, the covering for me. And then as my husband submits to the Lord God Almighty, then the Lord covers him. So I'm doubly blessed. I'm doubly anointed when I do that submission. And it's not popular. Women's lib has made that so unpopular. But there's a reason for it. God's word is always there for a reason. It's trying to keep the curse away from us. You know, we think that the Lord is trying to keep us from having fun. No, he's trying to keep the curse away from us. Every sin has an action to it. Every action and reaction. And it's the curse that comes in. It's the curse yes. that came upon Adam and Eve in the garden, you know, that, may, that, that kicked, kicked mankind out. Mm. It's that curse. It's that same thing. And so when you hide under the shadow of the Almighty, that's your secret place. That's your resting place, you know. And I see you, Dr. Charles, and you're that man of God. You shield your family and your wife, you know. She submits unto you. It's not popular, Glory. And, and you know, it, it's, it's quite amazing. But you see the blossoming. You see the growing in the family. You see that love. And yes, there's going to be arguments. There's going to be discussions. There's going to be things. But it's the love of God that brings it all back together again. You know, you put that love of God, that radical, life-changing, life-transforming love of God into the middle of it. And that's the radical that it's, it's, it's ridiculously radical. It's ridiculously s simple and plain, but it's the love of God. 
And again, if you don't have Jesus Christ in your heart as your Lord and Savior, and you may have walked with the Lord for years, you know, you may have grown up in church, in religion, but that does not guarantee that you're going to be there. You know, once saved, always saved. No, it's day by day. His grace, His mercies are fresh every day, and we have to seek that. You know, you can put a... a a bouquet of flowers on the table with water and they'll look wonderful for a while but if you don't attend to that you know to that the flowers or if you don't attend to the tree it doesn't grow and that's the same with our heart that's the same with our family so you cut away you cut away the things that are not healthy that are not wise and you focus on the word of god you focus on your relationship with him you trust in him you obey him and you'll be blessed. Hallelujah. Glorious God. I am so excited because, you know, the Word of God, the Word of God. Uh, you heard me in the beginning. I said it's the only Word that can transform your life and transform mine. I believe there is a revival coming Amen. and there is a revival happening right now of yes. sending the church back to the Word of God, back to the basics. We preach things that Jesus did not preach. We preach the words that Jesus did not preach preach we need the revival of the word of God going back to the word of God because it is the word of God that transformed uh, transforms our lives you know wherever you are in life right now I, I, I know you've heard the word of God and and uh, minister Irina here she mentioned if you've heard the word of God it hasn't gotten to your spirit where you've responded you haven't heard the word of God look these are prosperity messages we, we, we I want prosperity I want God to prosper me so that I, I don't have to beg money to go and preach the word of God to the world I want that money to go and preach so we got no we are not you know we're not saying you don't have to be prospered but here's what we're saying prosperity if you're not careful it pulls you away from the presence of God it has pulled many people away from the Spirit of God from pursuing God we need the Word of God preachers men of God as you listen to me I know you are listening to me they are in Uganda, they're in Kenya, in Zambia, and around the world, uh, pastors that we are connected with. Preach nothing but the Word of God. Don't preach these sugar-coated uh, messages so that you can grow your church. It's not about the number. It's not about building 10,000 uh, people in your church because of the message that you are preaching. Preach nothing but the gospel message. It is the gospel message that transforms the lives of the people. I, I want you to give Give us your final words as you speak into the camera there because this is very exciting getting back to the word of God it is the word of God that has transformed our lives and I want you to look into the camera give us your final thoughts as we end this uh, program the message that Jesus preached my final thoughts is don't be involved in religion be involved in a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. If you haven't made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, it's a simple thing of just asking, Lord Jesus, come into my heart, forgive me of my sins, cleanse me, make me as white as snow, write my lame name in the Lamb's Book of Life, and I accept you as my Lord and Savior, and I thank you, Jesus. Amen. That's Hallelujah. It. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Listen, people of God. I know you have been, uh, you know, enjoying this program. I know you've, uh, you've, you've been impacted. And thank you very much, Minister Irina, for coming on this program, for these two programs that we've done in the studio. I know your life will never be the same again. Refuse to go after the words that has got nothing to do with the word of God. I personally refuse. I filter everything I hear. I'm not perfect. But there is one thing that changes my life. It's the Word of God. Each time I, I, I study the Word of God, each time I read the Word of God, my life is changed. My life is transformed. And I want yours transformed too. As you tune into Kingdom Insight, we bring the insight of the Kingdom of God, the Word of God, the power of the Holy Spirit to empower your life. Wherever you are in the world, I encourage you to keep on tuning and we want to hear from you. We want you to we want you to write to us and tell us what the Lord is doing in your life uh, there on your screen you can see my email life at kazumbachows.com I got some materials I want to send to you write to us and uh, we are going to stand with you as you stand with us Shalom Shalom